The ugly truth will always be free, so it's clear the Uggs aren't in it for the money. But if you're a fan, we'd appreciate any support you can give. Visit UglyTruth.com and check out the Support the Truth column on the right. You can donate, download our mobile app, or shop the Ugly Mall. All proceeds go right back into the show. As always, thank you, and now, on with the Ugly Truth. Are you ready for another mind-altering dose of the sisters who will say just about anything? Jamie. I was really getting into it like I could have been a lesbian. I was really licking it good. And Paula. I'm not putting my vagina on my phone. Welcome to another unfiltered episode of The Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth, episode 130. Ugh! Ugh! My throat is a little scratchy and I don't know why. <laughs> I know. I Well, is it the smoke? No, we don't have smoke anymore because it rained. It rained just enough to make my car look like a jalopy. Yeah, what is going on with the weather? Because I'm just know. looking at the temperatures and they're going to say it's at 100 degrees on Saturday. I'm... <laughs> I'm so unhappy about that. And I was ready to get out my heated blanket because I've been cold all week. (laughs) Well, it's been nice to have it be chilly for like a minute. And it's killing all the fires, which is a huge advantage. I appreciate Mother Nature for that because I know our fire troops are all exhausted. Oh, my God. I know. So welcome to The Ugly Truth. I'm Jamie with my sister Paula. Aunt Paula, not Paula. We would just like to say thank you for downloading our show. Thank you for listening and following us. And thank you for all of your support. We really appreciate it. And let's just jump right into it. I'm exhausted. My stepdaughter, Natalie, is getting married in a month. And her bridal shower will be hosted at our our house uh, in a couple of days. Yes. And here's the thing. Well, the reason that it is is because my daughter, her sister, is her maid of honor. And so the maid of honor traditionally throws the bridal shower. Well, it's turned into, it's not a circus or anything. It's just that bridal showers are not simple. You know, you think no big deal, you know, get together, give the bride some presents, cheers, have some nosh, call it a day. But no, it's not really like that. It's like a super fancy birthday party almost because you're celebrating you have to have some activities. You have to have the guest list just right. And it's exhausting. Well, it's it really a big is. task for, you know, a 20-year-old. Which is why she's not doing any of right. it and not doing all of it. Especially, yeah, I mean, bridal showers back in the day used to be pretty easy. Like, you know, people would come over and they'd eat those rolled up, like, tortilla things that are cut up with... Like cream oh, the little pinwheel spin. sandwiches? God, I hate those things. I'm not. We're not having. And that. then you'd have like yeah. you know someone buy a celery dish from Rayleigh's <laughs> and then ambrosia right. salad. You'd open gifts. You know, look at some interesting lingerie, and the person who brought it think like, God, what goes on in their bedroom? <laughs> you know, it's like I have a I have that exact same thing in blue. And then, yeah. you know, eventually someone winds up blindfolded on the living room floor trying to spoon cotton balls into a bowl. And I know. It's true. And then it's over. None of that is happening. It's This is actually going to be... And you're coming. Of course. And yes. so it, it should be fun. I, now, whenever I throw any kind of gathering, whether it's a UFC party or Oktoberfest or whatever, I'm always terrified of no one showing up. You have been that way, like, for... Probably as long as I've been old enough to like, you know, not <laughs> to know. be home and like be on my own and come to a party. Right. 
So that's my biggest fear. Now, um, you'll even text me like I'll be on my way (laughs) and you're like, you're still coming. Right. And you'll you'll do it twice. You'll do it earlier in the day. And then you'll do it later, like, because usually I'm 10 minutes later or something late. like that. And you're mm-hmm. like, you're like everything okay? You guys are still coming, right? And I'm like, I'm, yeah. we're at the light. We'll, we'll be right there. <laughs> it's just that in this day and age, nobody freaking RSVPs. Everyone just shows up. And so I'm thinking, look. Like even to an email? Yeah. Well, okay. The people who are over 30 RSVP'd. Okay. <laughs> they RSVP'd. Well, there you go. Because they were raised right. But the rest of them, nobody's RSVP'd. And it's like, well, I might get there. And I'm like, okay, I can't plan on I might get there. Okay, I have to know if your butt is going to be in a seat or not. Because food and alcohol and all kinds of stuff has to be prepared. There are bridal shower uh, goodie bags for the guests. You know, there's all this stuff. And I realize that it doesn't have to be this way. It doesn't have to be this detailed. It can be fairly fluid, like plus or minus five people, you know. Well, I'm planning for a certain number, expecting less, but I know that it won't be more. So it's like... I always expect less. Well, me too. Well, obviously, I I expect just the bride to show up at this point. (laughs) You know, it's like, she might come. My mom's coming. I bought her a gift and and it it arrived today, so... Well, good. So she'll get one thing. Yeah. Because one guest will show. So anyway, I'm sitting there and I'm making tissue paper fluffy things for decorating. (laughs) And I'm sitting there going... I would love to have seen that. (laughs) I'm like, why do I do this to myself? Like, why? Remember, you and I, before we started recording, I was just saying that I have really high expectations and I have them for myself. Therefore, I give them to everybody. And it's something I've been working on for years. I realize that not everyone meets my expectations and I need to love them no matter what, including myself. You have high expectations on the things that are important to you. Right. And for me, for whatever reason, this bridal shower has become important to me. And trust me, I don't know why. Well, I think throwing in any party at your house is important to you. Well, that is true. So whether it's... You are correct. I mean, decorations kind of surprises me because I... I, (laughs) They're minimal. I didn't expect that. I expected, uh, you know, (laughs) congratulations, Natalie, on the chalkboard. Okay. Well, there's going to be chalkboard art for sure. Okay. I rented tables. What? We got um, beautiful rounds and, and and chairs. Where are you going to put all of that? In the front room. Our front room is cavernous. It's huge. No, so, I know. But I mean, rounds are like eight feet. No, they're not that big. We, we didn't oh, get okay. them that big. They're not that big. It's going to be really, really pretty. But I, it's it's turned into this thing. And, and so now I'm paranoid. We're going to get like six people. And it's going to be like, what a waste. But it won't be. You know why? Because all of my Uggs are coming. Queen Ugg is coming. And it's going to be fun. We'll make it fun. Of course we will. It'll be. We'll probably forget what the occasion is. As long as she gets her gifts and we toast her and congratulate her and enjoy everything, she'll be pleased as punch. And she is having friends come. There will actually be some friends there. So it will be a fun little gathering. God, I dare anyone. I know I said it initially and I was joking. I'm like, oh, I'll bring the crotchless panties. But I like dare someone to actually bring a pair. Maybe Stephanie will do it. Maybe Um, maybe our sister Stephanie or Allison. No, you know what? Allison will do it. She'll be like, oh, here's a whip. It's great. You'll love it. (laughs) It's it's left over from when I was doing that sex toy business for a while. (laughs) It's been in my closet, but it should be fine. She'd be like, you know, Natalie, I used to do intimate relations sales. And so here's a goodie bag for you. Lube. There's only one thing you need to buy from there. The bullet. The bullet. The silver bullet. Ladies, we've discussed this before. 
Google it. Get one. Buy it. Just trust us on this. If you have a hard time orgasming, this will get the job done. Promise. And and not just one, but I mean, like, they'll just start popping out like, you know, (laughs) gumballs coming out of a machine. Yeah, you you, you will literally go, you know what? I feel like having an orgasm right now. All right. Where's my bullet? There it is in my in my goodie drawer. And before you know it, you've had three orgasms. And you're like, wow, I can take on the world today. Yes, it's true. They're very, very helpful. And they're very, very lovely. I don't know why they're just so powerful. I don't know, but I don't know anybody that they haven't worked for. The bullet maker is a rich man or woman. And they're only five. Well, they used to only be five. The bullet maker is a rich woman. Because trust me, a man would never think to do that. Nor would they ever, you know. No, you know what the man invented? Cut their losses and make a, a vibrator. The man invented that extra long black dildo. They're like, this is what ladies want. Oh, yeah, where you can, like, pull it out and then smack someone with the it. The big plastic wobbly Looks dildo. Like police baton. And God forbid it better have a ball sack on it because it wouldn't of be course. authentic if it didn't have the ball sack. Of course, because, you know, we just, that's how we Because like that's what it. we need. <laughs> no, like all we it. need is a two-inch long silver bullet that vibrates with a little control. Yeah. You can go fast and slow. The only thing I'm disappointed with the one that I have right now is when I bought it, I didn't take note that it requires uh, AAA batteries. Yeah. Well, you know what? Mine was a 9 volt. That's and, you know, with the way technology is in this day and age, there's no clickers to, you know, no. rob batteries from. So I'm just like... I wonder... Th- uh, I, I couldn't find anything that had a AAA battery in it. I wonder if there's an app that you can Bluetooth the silver bullet with. I'm not putting to- my vagina on my phone. No, 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 no. The control. The controller part. Oh, like sync like, it up and yeah, like music. You know, you can press play or fast forward. I wonder oh. if you can do it with a, a Bluetooth silver bullet. You know what? We, need we to look should it up. we should email <gasps> to our friend Todd Moore. Todd Moore, TM <laughs> Soft. Him. Say hey, can you do this for us? I know he likes to do the PG games, but um, he could do this for us. Talk about the downloads. Oh my God, we'd make a fortune. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I love it. All right. Well, anyway, so yes, bridal shower is coming. I'm killing myself, but I think in the, at the end of the day, it'll be good. It'll look nice in pictures. It will look nice in photos. So wear your best maxi dress. Oh, God. No, don't take any pictures of me. I meant like take pictures oh. of the... <laughs> of the scene? Of the scenery. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. I have like black root right now. I don't want anyone oh, taking pictures. you got to do your hot bun then. Just do the hot bun. You'll look yeah, adorable. I, I could. You always look really good with that. Olivia do took a picture of me the other day and I told her, I'm like, don't ever do that again because it was sideways. <laughs> oh, no. And so it was like my turtle angle. Why would she like, do that to you? She'll learn about editing sooner. I think she did it on purpose. Oh, she's sadistic, is she? I wouldn't be surprised. We are learning that, (laughs) you know, she may not be so good with the ABCs, Mm. but the other things in life she's she's mastered quite well. Like what? Well she's got so she you know she has soft blanket, which is basically her baby blanket. It's her baby blanket, but it's not soft. It's like stained Oh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. all gross. You know, yes. Victor keeps threatening to take it to a dry cleaners. What? They're not going to be able to do anything with it. It'll fall apart. Every time someone sits down, they're like, God, what's that smell? And they're like, oh, it's soft blanket, you know. <laughs> oh, God. It's like, the, it's like the old dog that no one wants to put down It's just yet. terrible. And yeah. she loves it. And so she puts it in her mouth. And... <laughs> 
the other day Drive I did something gross. to her. I did something to her as like a joke. She took soft blanket out of her mouth and wiped it on my face. <gasps> what? Oh my yes. god, she is Stephanie incarnate. She they are learning quickly. In fact, Ryan the other day tried to touch my foot with his foot. What did he want to die? Did he have a death wish that day? <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking. They, they're they going through this phase where they like to torment me. I don't know. Like today I was standing here talking to Victor and I got hit in the back of the head with a teddy bear. I'm like, who threw that? Oh, you, Polly, you need to instill some fear. They I know. I know. I've lost the reins. You have forgot. They have forgotten who they're dealing with. Well, that's funny because Daryl, um, the other night... Mackenzie and Natalie and well we were all home actually everybody was home and Kenzie has a little boyfriend he's really nice I really like him he's actually like the one I approve of currently he's the most suitable at this point because he likes to interact with adults and he's friendly he doesn't want to just go hide in her room no he likes to be down with us he comes in and he he finds us to say hello you know he's really nice and so we were all just talking well Daryl thought it would be you know what? I don't know what went through his brain when he did this. Uh, something had happened. I had made a turkey breast for dinner. It was really yummy. It was almost like Thanksgiving, but not. Uh huh. Yeah. I had made cranberry sauce and the little boyfriend was eating it because it's like his favorite thing. And I said, oh, you probably you could probably lick that bowl clean. You like it so much. Well, one time in my entire life. Daryl caught me doing something inappropriate. I remember it was a pot roast. I had made a pot roast for the first time, and it was good for the first time, I should say. And the gravy and everything was great. I think mom helped me make it or something. The gravy was so good that I (laughs) literally licked the plate. You were in the room alone. I was. You should be allowed to have your moments. To do that. And so I was licking the plate, and I mean, I was really getting into it. Like, I could have been a lesbian. (laughs) I was wow. really licking it good. And Daryl walks in and I, he stopped in his tracks because he had never seen me do anything. As far as he can, as far as he knows, I don't poo. I don't have gas. I don't pick my nose. Nothing. Well, and you so don't. He, he, I, you well, don't. I, I don't. But at that point, especially because we hadn't been married as long as we were now, he caught me licking a plate mid lick. I stop and I look at him and I go, you will never mention this to anyone. <laughs> Ever. If he was any kind of gentleman, he would have just like turned, turned around, around and walked <laughs> out. He's like, I can't believe what I'm seeing because I'm just, you know, I just don't do things like that. And so no. yeah. years later, I foolishly mentioned to this little boy, you could you could have licked the bowl clean. And Daryl turns to me slyly and he goes, well, you would know because you lick plates clean he could have just turned slowly and just given you a look and that would have been enough because no but he wanted everyone he was spicy that he i don't know why i don't know the level the level of sass that came out of his mouth was unprecedented and i said what have i done to you why are you risking your life like this really and then paula i swear to god he goes hey nick have you ever taken a foot bath with milk and then he got up and ran away well, running was his only the option. First smart thing he, he's done. But can you I, believe it? Can you believe it? Like, what has happened? What's happening? Makes me think like he ate poisonous mushrooms or something. Was he tripping? I mean, really, it was shocking to me. That doesn't even make sense. I'd be concerned. Did you take his temperature? No, but he came back in. And I go, 
what has happened to you? Like, what is there a problem that I'm unaware of between us? What are you trying to sever? Because I'm not sure I, I'm comfortable. And he's like, he was just trying to bring, you know, the boyfriend into the fold so that we were all on the same page. So he knew what freaked me out. Because then, of course, his name is Nick. He's Nick's like, you don't like feet? I'm like, stop talking. We are not right. having this discussion. It's over. No I more. Mean, wouldn't Mackenzie oh, like, educate like, him of, she, of these things? Apparently not because she's, you know, they don't, well, they don't talk about me. Do they not have this? <laughs> does she not have the same aversion? She does not. Really? Yeah, I'm alone. I'm alone. I know. I'm oh, alone on it. Oh, I thought that would have been something that just, you know, would carry on. Genetically would carry. Okay. No, because mom even thinks we're weird not. about it. Oh, no, really? Yeah, mom's like, oh, I, you I guys have a weird thing about that. And I'm like, don't say the word, mother. Don't say the word. Just please don't. I can't. I can't That makes it. me wonder then where it came from. I don't know, but we're not. It's you, the four of us all, the children, we, we the four girls, the four Uggs have an issue with the F word. Things below our ankles. We don't discuss it. And the thing is, is a listener once mentioned, well, don't you take care of them? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, yes, they're adorable. It has nothing to do with taking care of or or sight. We just don't talk about it. We just don't want to talk about it. I mean, what's well, like shaving or getting a wax? I mean, it's right. just like, you know, it gets done, but you don't need to talk about it. No, it's one of those things we just don't mention. I don't want to talk about it. Yes, I do have... I'm not, you know what? I'm done. I don't want to talk about it anymore. You know what freaks me out are the guys that are like into, you know. Into it. Those appendages. Those fetishes. Yeah. I don't that know. That would really bother me. Like. Well, that would be the, I, I can't imagine a more uh, opposite person I want to be a, a part of. Ever. But I mean, like, imagine if you're just like out and you have like your open toed and like sandals or something mm-hmm. like that. And they're just like sitting there getting their jollies off watching your you know feet standing there no i can't i can't i don't you know what okay and here's another thing and i don't think you and i have the same aversion to this and i didn't really know it was an aversion until i i was thinking about it and i'm like i want to tell her about it but i'm struggling because it's kind of odd and weird and has nothing to do with anything but i want to tell you about it anyway is okay you and i had discussed i mean like one line of squirting when women squirt on porn and stuff oh right yeah okay and that it's possible you can do it now i have probably done it because i know what it after reading this extensive article on what it takes for a woman to do it i know i have but not Mm -hmm. like porn porn like arcing of the liquid coming out across the room or anything like that right but i'm reading an article about this girl who was just determined to try to do it And so she's, you know, reading all the research and trying to figure out how you do it because obviously it's possible. And she's trying to manipulate her G-spot by herself. And then she's like, I got to bring my boyfriend into this because maybe he can reach it because I can't. And it's going through. I'm getting physically ill listening to her digging into her vagina. Like it doesn't even there's nothing sexy about it. it. I feel like I'm watching someone or listening to someone get a pelvic exam at the doctor's office well, it makes me say, sick. how do you expect to have an orgasm when all this you know methodical manipulating and all this stuff right. and it sounds like gymnastics it, it wasn't pleasant and i'm like this is not supposed to make me physically ill is it i'm not a prude but i but listening to it 
not sexy at all. Listening to someone else describe, you know, and talking about with her boyfriend and all, and I'm like, I'm not. What do you have? Big boobs? Like, are you thin? (laughs) Are you pretty? Do you have like blonde hair? Because if you don't, I'm really not going to be turned on by anything you're doing. (laughs) Right. I know, and well, it's just. And where's the where's the soft music? I mean, really, where's the lighting? Where's the this is? It sounds very gritty and fluorescent lighting kind of sex like just not good not good i almost got that feeling in my stomach like when i go to macy's because they have the worst lighting on the planet and try it on a dress or something it's like what why why am i punishing myself in this way i'm like even picky about my porn like if the room Mm. doesn't look upscale or like this, you know, mm-hmm. like I don't want to just look like they just threw a sheet on the bed, you know, and and like a sheet they got out of the the freaking closet or this something is in, like that. Yeah, or in some Motel Six or in a or, garage. Right, or <laughs> whatever it is, yes. you know. I'm There's got to like, be some kind of effort. If it's not like, you know, looking nice like a – that's going to just kind of kill the mood for me, I think. But I'm not a big porn watcher anyway. I'm not either, so. but I, I'm thinking about it. It's like – what would it take to invest millions to put together a film with the same quality that, I don't know, Steven Spielberg does when he's making a movie? I bet those would be amazing porns. No one's going to pay to do that. <laughs> well, I just, they don't, I don't Because think. they don't have to. That's the thing is you don't need all of that. But I mean, I would, I would probably watch it. It's not supposed to be upscale, you well, know. You're it's just not... saying that it has to be for you to think it's attractive. Well, I mean, I'm saying like the surroundings. You I know, know. And the but the quality of filmmaking and the scenery and the lighting. I mean, it could be I mean, really it's all cool. H- it's all HD. I mean, it's not oh, like it's you know you can see all the wrinkles and everyone's folds. But I'm, you know, everyone's properly waxed and, mm-hmm. you know, all of that. Goodness. It, it Everyone looks like they smell nice. And <laughs> so it's hey, just. You and I were talking about this and you were giving me shit about the fact that I like it to be fluffy and nice and warm and snuggly and clean. And that's how you like your porn. There's nothing wrong with that. No, there isn't. I completely agree. Did, well, what did I say? I'm like, well, I really like it when they're in the trailer park and, you know. No, you were saying that I was. They've <laughs> just shaved, but they've got like, you know, the, the 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 second day breakout and, you know, maybe I can see a whitehead and, you know, the woman's kind of large. So, you know, Ugh. they have to like open the flaps to find the other flaps and. No, no, no. Get out the baby powder. If you're anything like the Uggs, first of all, I'm sorry. Secondly, you must love shopping. The Ugly Mall at UglyTruth.com is a great place to do just that. Especially if you do what Jamie and Paula did and sign up for an Amazon Prime membership. I mean, who doesn't like free and unlimited two-day shipping? And right now, you can get a 30-day trial of Amazon Prime for free if you use the link in our Ugly Mall. You'll find Amazon and other online shopping links there just by visiting UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. Thanks for your support. Let's get back to the show. What were we even talking about? Bridal showers. How'd we get to porn? <laughs> okay. I don't know. Let's talk about football because we both have a few um, interesting stories. I want to hear why you're anti you're the antisocial mom at the at the games. Well, so here's the thing is 
I guess like flag football, they have like the age ranges. So it's, you know, five to six, seven to eight, uh, nine to 10. And so mm-hmm. they have these age ranges. So if Ryan is in the nine to 10, right. So there's been like three ranges before him. So I guess this group of people, they've all been playing for like three years. Yeah. Cause they, they started little. Yes. So everybody kind of knows everybody. Yes. So I just sit in my chair and, you know, watch Ryan and, oh, God, it was so awful. (laughs) Actually, I was glad I was being antisocial. This woman was just going on and on and on. And she's like, well, if that makes me a bad mom, then I guess I'm a bad mom. And I'm thinking, bitch, you're a terrible mother based on all the things that you just said. And, you know, she's just like, you know, I need my happy hour. And, you know, I just you're talking and she's like the kind of person that just like assumes everyone accepts her lifestyle <laughs> or right, whatever like they all know because right you know like, like yeah you we know, all agree with you she's like yeah i mean you know how it is you understand mm. and i'm just and like, if no. she had included me i'd be like actually i don't know what you're talking about and then she was like bitching about her husband and, oh you know, i hate that and i'm just like god i'm like you just sound miserable you sound like a like, horrible woman pretty much and then i was looking was she wearing um was she heavy no, no, oh. she wasn't. But I was looking at her and I was thinking to myself, you know, if you were out on the town, mm. you look like you've lived some life. So oh, okay. if you think that you would get to do much better, you wouldn't. <laughs> Just telling you. Somebody would somebody would humble her fairly quickly in a bar, essentially. Just, she'd get boned by a 20-year-old or a 21-year-old and he'd pull out the piece of paper and do a big check mark and then be like, thanks. You know, hey, I got the fat hoe or the skanky hoe. <laughs> I got the milf. Okay, you're giving her. It sounds like you're giving her a lot of credit. I mean, a, she didn't look dirty. She just oh, was. Just, she just looked rough. Yeah, like her face looked kind of rough. But a I mean, too she, tan. And she just talked so much and so fast and about you know things that she shouldn't be discussing. Actually, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even classify it talking. She was complaining. She was just you com- know complaining about. Everything when that happens, because you know, uh, when Tyler started playing water polo, it was really my first experience with high school parents because he was, you know, and I was very young, so I didn't really, first of all, I did not mesh. I don't mesh with normal parents, I never have. I mean, even, even now, the cheerleading thing, I mean, I don't relate to too many of these moms or dads for that matter. I always feel like the outcast or the rebel because I just don't think the way they do. And right. it's not a bad thing. It's just different, you know. I love my children and I do sacrifice a lot for them to live the life that, you know, honestly that I didn't have. So, I'm cool with it. I'm also a big fan of throwing money at the problem and letting the children have their activity. I don't feel like I need to be a part of anything anymore like i've learned how those operations work i've done the parent board thing i've done all that i also know if you can afford to throw money at it that's your best route it just is especially for people like me who don't like most people if i could have left i would have but i mean right. i can't he's only nine it's not like i could no no leave no and come back no i'm talking about high school Oh, I, yeah. But so we, I would sit and as a freshman, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of people who have known each other for years. They've been playing polo since they were eight or something. And this is Tyler's first year. 
so they all know everybody like oh do you have a freshman who's your son and i'll say and they'll be like oh yeah okay number 14 blah 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 and then they'll go on and on about so diane said and you can hear them gossiping about other parents or it's like oh don't talk to her not me personally but they would talk right amongst each other it's very very normal and then oh hi diane i know know. (laughs) right it's the same it doesn't matter what sport or what city it's all the same and i just sit there with my sunglasses on because i don't want them to see me constantly rolling my eyes at them i'm like have another starbucks bitch well, that's what I'm Can thinking. Can you get your I'm capri like, denim capri pants any shorter there? I'm like, what's in your to-go mug? I'm Jesus. starting to think it's not coffee. Because she sounded drunk. Well, she but, probably was. I mean, you know. So, I, I don't know. It, it'll. And she was sitting there talking to the coach's wife. You know, I just, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, my God, I could not imagine being that unhappy. I mean, and and things are not swell in my life, but right. Jesus, <laughs> this is you're more. I would be like, excuse me, but you are more miserable than I am. And let me tell you something, that's quite a feat. <laughs> you know, here, stand on this ledge. You know, think yeah. think about it. Yeah, there's. You know what? There are people. Well, you know, Facebook has caused a lot of this. You know, where people they unleash their tiny problems and make them sound like they're hor- just horrible. Well, yeah. I'm good. Prayers, everyone. I need, you know, going in to get my dentist appointment out of the way. Prayers. I think I've pretty much weeded out because God bless I have Facebook for coming I up with the option of unfollowing, not unfriending. Because I don't want to unfriend the friends that I have. I like them. Me too. But there Me are too. certain people who like they continually Facebook something. And mm-hmm. like every day, it's just like. Well, backache again today, you know, hopefully the doctor will, you know, get yes. my MRI scan and, you I know, know, figure I, this problem out. And, and I know your back hurts today, I said, but your back mine hurt, has been hurting for the last 45 days. You got your MRI 45 <laughs> days ago. We're all on pins and needles waiting to hear the results. We're really. waiting to find out. But I, I don't think you need to bring it up every day. No, there are certain there are certain situations in which I am interested in someone's plight, but they're yeah, usually quite if they're serious. Terminal, yeah, yeah it's usually quite serious. It's because you're morbid. Something like I, no, no, you just want the serious stuff. I'm not. No, what I mean is I'm not opposed to people posting updates about a serious situation in one's life whether their parents are passing away or they're they have a child who has cancer or which i'm currently there's currently a friend of mine whose little nephew is having a real rough time with lymphoma right now and so yes i'd like to know how things are going because i adore her and i feel for her because i can't even imagine what it must be like what i don't want to know about is how much you hate your job how you can't stand the fact that you have to get up one more day and deal with your boss who is harassing you because he doesn't want to get you your ergonomic chair. You know, <laughs> that's the kind of shit I could give a crap about. It's like that would bug me. <laughs> it does so bug bad. me. It bugs everybody. I, I'd be like, be grateful you have a job. And there is not there them. is no way anyone who is friends with someone like that goes, girl. I know what you're saying. Amen. Hashtag what an asshole. Ergonomics. I hope you get that chair. No. No, no one. No one is truly 
sympathetic. In fact, when that unlock button comes out, oh my god. I will be unliking the shit out of that. <laughs> I try and stay out of everyone's business. Like if it's yes. cuz sometimes you know, I have well, I mean I'm sure we all, but I have the ability to like comment and like stir the pot a little bit oh yeah we do that all the time like i'm not trying to be you know a jerk but i'm just trying to like remind them of like real life right you know no kidding that's why i get nervous like sometimes i comment on people's stuff sometimes i don't it just depends on my mood (laughs) i want to tell you speaking of football games Okay. Because we went off on the tangent about the yes. complaining lady at your, your game. And by the way, stay antisocial. Don't befriend that person. I'm not going to talk to anyone. I think it's just a good idea. I mean, somebody, I'm glad. You, you'll find. I'm happy for the days that Victor comes to the practice with me so I have somebody to talk to. But sure. for the most part, I'll just. But I mean, half the time I spend watching, you know, my wild pony run through all the grass and, you know, <laughs> near the street. Yes, Olivia. Picking daisies. Yes. Stab. Well, now she's. I just. I don't know. There's, there's got to be a friend at her school or something that's going on because she was saying the other day she suggested to Ryan that they pretend that they were ghosts, and oh. I said, um, no, no, there will be no, no uh, paranormal activity going on. <laughs> and then she drew two pictures, and she says, "This is what I would look like if I was a ghost, and this is what you would like if you were a ghost." And I'm like, hmm. "What's with this ghost business?" Well, and so it could then. Be a book. Story. They were at practice and there was a little group of kids. And I said, well, why don't you go ask them if you can play with them? So she, you know, she walks over there with her hands, you know, clasps. Hi. Hi, like, can I play with you guys? And then the next thing, she's the ringleader. Of course. And she's got them all with sticks, um, stabbing <laughs> leaves, you okay. know, because they're, they're bears and they're killing their food for the winter. And Interesting. I'm just like, my God, Olivia. She's, like, she's really? learning a lot in school. Yeah, really. Can't spell. Could probably couldn't spell bear, but But she can play a bear. She must be. They must be really into reading right now. She's probably reading a lot of stories. I don't know what what she's doing, but I was just a little unnerved because I'm just like I'm not really thrilled with the idea of you stabbing leaves, you know, and pretending you're bears. And well, what would you rather her do? Stab leaves or wipe your face with spit blanket? Well, that's true. I guess. I guess I was just grateful she was leaving me alone for exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. She's safely playing with peers let her go let her run free i but pony. then i just got nervous because i'm like god i'm like i hope one of those parents don't be like what what are you what are you doing what are, what are, you, are stabbing? you stabbing no you know what you know, she's whose she, idea she has was a lot that? of energy she's allowed to do those things she's not going to be stabbing anybody anytime soon just yeah. leaves. that's funny though. okay so uh last week it was 109 on uh, Thursday, and Malia is a cheerleader, and freshman football games are on Thursdays. And so we had a football game that started in the heat of the day. 4.30, she had to be there. This isn't even an awkward moment. Okay, but it's something I did that I later reflected upon and went, why did I do that? I can only, but I'm going to blame the heat, okay, because it was super hot. 4.30 in the afternoon, in the sun... Every once in a while, clouds would come by because it was cloudy. And so it was somewhat tolerable. But at some point, when you're in the heat, and we had water and everybody was staying hydrated and stuff, at some point, the heat just really just gets to you. And you don't even, it's so hot, you start to wilt and you're just like, whatever. Well, even the air around you is hot. It was oppressive. There's there's no, there was no breeze, nothing. It was very oppressive. No relief anywhere. No, there wasn't nothing. And so, 
it, we're playing Mesa Verde High School. Uh-huh. And so they're the home team. We're the visiting team. Now, they have kind of an attitude, which we started to realize fairly quickly. But anyway, they're awful. Like, they're the worst football team ever. We won 45 to 0. Oh. It was bad. And so, I mean, the cheerleaders weren't even cheering. Like, they just literally were just standing there. So what's with the attitude? They're just like, why are we even bothering at this point is I think they're, they're thinking on it. Well, it was 108. And they were all turned facing the flag to do the national anthem. Okay. And the announcer goes, oh, Bella Vista, we're not doing the national anthem. We're just going to get going. And we were like, that's outrageous. It's a football game. It's tradition. You do the national anthem. It's just the way it is. It's the way it's always been. I've never been to a sporting event at a high school, even at a comp level, where you don't do the national anthem. It's just kind of like the blessing of the game. It's an all-American sport. You do the freaking national anthem. We were all looking around going, are you kidding me right now? Like, who does that? They're like, come on, Bella Vista, we're not doing it. And then they started getting an attitude on the mic in the in the stadium where we were saying, we're not doing it. All the football players and coaches were facing the flag going, what do we do? Because they were like, we can't do this without the national anthem. All the right. cheerleaders were standing at attention waiting for the national anthem, even though they said it three or four times. Nobody was changing their stance. They're just like, we're not going to do this until... Hell no, we will go! So <laughs> I decided to take control of the situation. Oh no, I forgot this was your moment. Yes. And I said, ladies, do you know the national anthem? And the cheerleaders were like, yeah. I said, start singing it right now. And we're going to do this. I stood up and led the national anthem. In did, front of the entire crowd. Did you sing? I did. Wow. I did. I was mad. You know, I am not a super, I'm not like a hardcore patriot where I walk around, you know, America. You know, I'm not like that. But I take pride in the fact that I'm just lucky that I live here. You know what I mean? As, as shitty as some of these politics and all of the crap that goes down with police and all that other garbage. I am very happy that I live where I live. And I'm never, ever going to forget how lucky I am that I was born here. So we're singing the freaking national anthem because that is the way it's always been done. And this, this is just, I, I refuse to let that happen. And I so I took control and I did it. And I sat down going, what did I just do? Well, I'm sure other people stood up and they sang did. too. Yeah, I wasn't by myself. And the football players did it too. They sang well, too. good for you. I don't think that's a bad thing at all. I think that's actually an excellent thing. I didn't think it was bad. It's just weird because that's not, I would normally not do that. But I was very angry and hot. It was super hot. I mean, drunk Jamie would. And so that's, that's why I'm thinking it must have been the heat thing. It was. I think I was heat drunk for sure. And then there's a little boy. Um, he's He plays freshman football. And Malia and he are friends, but just friends. She said he's a fifth, he's a a five level clinger. What level five clinger? Oh, a stage five clinger. Stage five clinger. That's what he is because apparently he was one of her friend's boyfriends at one point and he like, he practically blackmailed her not to break up with him. He's just one of these guys that you don't want to. Yeah, because that works. Yeah, because everybody likes that. So all girls do. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Especially from a guy. (laughs) So it's bad enough when a girl does it. It's even worse when a guy does it. I don't know why. It's just it's like, could you be more needy? Ew. You know, it's like the worst. Anyway, so they're friends. And so 
he gave her this look, this puppy dog love look along when he was playing ball. He turned around and he saw her standing there and he gave her this look. And Malia kind of shyly smiled at him, too. And Daryl was with me at this point because he'd come later. And I turned and I said, did you just see what I saw? He goes, I did. And I said, was that not the cutest thing you've ever seen? He goes, well, I don't know if I would call it cute. That's what I was just going to say. I'm like, I'm sure in his eyes, he's like, well, I wouldn't classify it as cute. I'm like, that is the cutest thing I've ever seen. And so later I said, so what's going on with uh, Dalton or whatever his name is? And she's like, I, what do you mean? I, she goes, well, we're friends. I go, well, what does he play? He played a lot of uh, um, offense and defense, like both, you know? Uh-huh. And she's like, mom, I don't know football. And I guess if I knew it better, I would know what Dalton did. But I don't. So let's not talk about Dalton any longer. Well, like, wow. Okay. Wow, sensitive subject. No longer talking about it. There we go. I'm like, she had a moment. Well, that's cute. It was cute. Has homecoming happened or no? Next week, she got her dress. Who's she going with? Well, she's going with friends because apparently freshmen don't go with dates unless they have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. So who made up that rule? It's just kind of it's kind of just progressed that way. Like I was telling her when I was in school, if you were going to homecoming, you had a date and it was a big deal to get asked. But apparently now it's not like that. Like some people get asked, but overall it's not like they don't do the whole pictures in the gym and all that stuff anymore. It's very oh, really. Different. Yeah, it's really different. And so we, we got um, so screwed when we went. I mean, now it sounds like it's, you know, I don't casual. know. They go and they have fun. They actually have a good know? time. It's not so formal. There's you no nobody has to rent a limo. And no, there's no corsages or uh, boutonnieres for homecoming. I mean, I guess if you're a nominee, like if you get nominated for homecoming, I suppose it's possible. But overall, it's a pretty casual affair. And yes, there are some football players. Somebody's dad rented a bunch of football players a limo, but they don't have dates. They're all going together as friends. That's awkward. I know. Well, you know, someone's going to go, I'm gay, all right? Well, I was just going to say, like, you know, why would a bunch of dudes want to, you know, go to homecoming in a limo together? Well, there's a couple. I'm sure there's more than one reason why they would want to do that. But Malia's going with a big group of girls and they're all going to sushi. And then they're all going to go to the park and take some pictures together. And then they're going to the dance. So that's cute. And her dress is adorable. And I'm sure I'll send you a photo so okay let's talk about tv yeah shifting gears Mm -hmm. we have been championing championing i don't know if that's a word our friend nick nappy who was on master chef on fox right so that finally came to a close Mm -hmm. and did you watch the finale no did you watch the whole thing yeah i did okay i know what happened daryl actually called me and he's like you're not gonna believe it I go, what? He goes, Master Chef. I go, what about it? He goes, do you want to know who won? I go, I don't think you even need to tell me. I think I know who won. Claudia won. Right? Yes. Yes. Claudia won. Nick was there. I know. Because they had all the the alumni or, you know, the former Master Chef. Yes. You know, I was a little surprised by the outcome because I really thought Derek nailed it. Yes. But... Here's the thing about those kinds of shows. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they had, let's see, another, like, guy, Italian guy win. Luca. And I think that they just probably like to cater to various cultures, is what I personally think. I agree. I was reading the comments on social media about MasterChef, and a lot of people who have been watching since the beginning... They're like, look, 
these judges always take the safe route. Always, always. They never choose the most talented chef to win these contests because they have marketing to do. There is no Mexican master chef. Not that she's not good, but it's it's just what she does. She's no, a Mexican she, food chef. No, she was really good, actually. Well, they're all good. That's the thing. Well, yeah. I mean, of course, they're all good. But what I'm saying is, is you know, specifically being Hispanic, mm-hmm. she, I guess, was able to really deliver on, you know, creativity, flavor, you know, not just doing, you know, tamales and things with beans and rice you know she mm-hmm. did octopus and well yeah various fit, you know, with the mexican food flair yeah i still don't think she won personally i've i saw the scene and i really think that dara kicked her ass as far as creativity and taste and all of that but that's just i think just the part of it i think that market marketability which you and i have talked about in the past is probably prom- one of the more prominent ways they choose yeah, well, because they have this cookbook right. that they sell, you know, internationally. Yes. And so I think that um, that's probably just more in, in line with whatever business goals they, they mm-hmm. want to achieve. But I will say, and I, I don't know if I have PMS or what it is. What? Before they start cooking, they bring their families in. And they haven't seen their families in like eight weeks. And oh, yeah, so, so they're crying. So, well, they show a video of like what life is like back home before they bring the families in. Right. So Claudia lives mm-hmm. in a one-bedroom apartment with her daughter. She's a single mother. Right. They sleep in the same bed. Mm-hmm. They're obviously not well off at sure. all. And, you know, she says, you know, my daughter's my everything, and I'm just, I'm really trying to change our life and, and sure. make things better. So when the daughter came in, she was hugging her mom, and she started crying. And it's because she missed her mom so Ugh, bad. I'm and getting so, a thing. I'm getting a thing in my oh throat. God. So when they finally announced that she won, I didn't even care that she hadn't been the better <laughs> chef. I right. started sobbing and both kids came up to me and they were like hugging me like, it's okay, mommy. It's okay. And I'm like, I'm sorry. You well, know, it's because it's the mom and child thing. It is. That's the thing. It's- and, you know, I, I read a lot of backlash about her winning. They're like, you know, clearly... I think the top five, their lives have changed forever. And I've said that before about this show, that even if you don't win, your life has changed forever. This woman, what whatever she ends up doing after her cookbook runs its course, her life is truly going to be different for her daughter. Right. So I'm happy for her. Oh, I was I was extraordinarily I mean, happy. I'm very happy for her. I'm I'm always happy to see people succeed. I've said that before. I am viciously competitive and I hate to lose and I felt very angry that our guy lost but ultimately reason wins and it's like look this this everybody's doing great they're so happy for her and so ultimately you know I still don't like Chef Tozy but I'm glad yeah. that Claudia is going to have her success for her child I think that's a wonderful thing I was really happy for her. And yes. to be honest, I think the top four, top five, I think they really could have been interchangeable. Like, I think any yeah. of them could have been master chefs. Well, I don't know about Katrina. Well, no, Katrina could have. She could have been the new Paula Deen. Well, I mean, we if know. she could stop crying. Oh, well, speaking of Paula Deen, that, that is yes. a good segue into 
Dancing with the Stars. Yes. So this is back on. Ryan is ecstatic because I don't really? know why he loves that show. That is Jamie, so funny. Our mother loves I know. that show. He's so well, so uh. they brought in all the people. <laughs> we won't go through everyone no. because I'm not going to be able to remember everyone. I don't watch it, so. Give me the highlights. Some of the highlights. They've got Bindi Irwin, which oh, was yeah. Steve Irwin's daughter. Yes. Or is, she be- is she beautiful? She's adorable. Okay. She's adorable. I figured. Well, her she's, mom is adorable, too. She is. Well, the dad Bindi is built adorable. more like her dad. Like, she's a little mm-hmm. bit more... Athletic. Not, not stock. Yeah, yeah. She looks mm-hmm. more like a gymnast, you know? Oh, yeah. Just yeah, yeah, a yeah. little thicker. And she's short. So there's Bindi Irwin. There's Paula Dean. God. <laughs> there's Did you Gary- watch her dance? I did watch her dance. Was watch, it awful? Okay, first of all, did she look like a grandma at a wedding? No, no, no. Okay, I'll say this about Paula Dean: that woman is absolutely foul. She <laughs> what? She what was talking about like body odors, and she was fanning her genital area, <gasps> either to suggest that in practice, oh either to suggest God. that she had broken wind (gasps) or that her vagina was hot that is so gross and i'm just like you are just foul like you you are not a lady at all no she's not and you know we've uh people have said this it's like you cannot dress a pig up it's no it's still a pig well she looked like basically watching her dance she looked like a uh a Pillsbury dough biscuit that had just popped out of the canister. She oh was like God. all limp and, and just you know, like a wet noodle. Basically hanging on to her partner and, you know, she's probably all sweaty and gross. I don't know what the deal was. So they well, have, she won't be there long. No, the person that was sweaty and gross was Chaka Khan. But really? Yeah. Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. She's not young. Does she have like a big, huge head of hair still? Like, does she yes. just have it free flowing, huge hair? Giant. Now it's got red in it. Oh, so she's she's still working that look, is she? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> apparently, it's working for her. That's so good. <laughs> they have Gary Busey. He's a mess. <laughs> He's just a mess. So here's the thing: is is I almost like think it's cruel like i think he needs like a handler or someone because i I just feel like you know it's unfair to leave him on his own and so they were practicing this dance and you know he's not young either they're they're really scraping the barrel for this season aren't they so anyways gary Busey, he's when they actually go out to perform their dance yeah like he starts dancing and he's the kind of guy that like you know once he's going, he's like really getting into it, you know. <laughs> he's getting ramped up, and then, then he starts over. like making up his own moves, you oh, know. Shit. And then he kicked in the air, oh, but then Jesus. he grabbed the back of his thigh. And he's like, ah, you know, like, oh my he, god, <laughs> like he hurt himself. Can you even imagine trying to work no. with that? It's like working with a wild animal. I mean, I would feel bad for the professional because yes. I'd be like, great, I'm going to be screwed out of like, you know, the season season by yeah. like, you know, episode one or two. You know and- what? I, I I said that when they when they announced that he was going to be on Dancing with the Stars, I posted I posted a photo and I just said, I think it's cruel that they're using him in this manner because it's clearly for a joke. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> If you just can't handle only getting your ugly truth one time a week, make sure to hang out with the Uggs on their social networks. 
visit UglyTruth.com and click on the Facebook and Twitter buttons to friend and follow the show. Go to UGLEETruth.com or search for us on Facebook and Twitter. And now, back to the truth. Well, let's go ahead and do our ugly and awkward moment of the week. Now you have two because you could not remember yours last week or it was just not significant enough for you to recall. No, I, I literally couldn't remember it, but I knew my son somehow was going to know what it was. Okay. And so I said, Ryan, I'm like, what is my ugly and awkward moment? And he's like, oh, Patty Reed. And I'm just like, that's it. And so... He's reading a book right now. It's called Patty Reed's Doll. And it has to do with the Donner Party. Right. Everyone crossing over, you know, the United States and going through the Sierras and getting stuck in the snow and then eating each other. And Mm. so he had, remember how he got strep throat? Yes. Well, he wound up missing like a equivalent of like a week of school because he was on antibiotics and all that stuff. Yeah. So when he got back, he had to really catch up on the book. Okay. And so he just couldn't get motivated to read it. I said, well, let me see this book. Mm -hmm. And so I just started reading some of the paragraphs. But I don't know if you did this with your kids. I'm sure you did. When you read stories, I do voices. Yeah. Like when it's the people reading. Yeah. But well, some- I mean, I give voices to people and I'm telling a story. <laughs> we all know Daryl's voice. Remember right. that time? You know what, Victor? I do a voice when I'm talking to Victor when I'm referencing something he said. Yeah, Isn't I do that too. Weird? I do it all the time. But I they don't do it to us. They're do- and they, oh God, no. They don't do it. Can to you us, imagine, like, Daryl? Well, going, you were yeah. like. Yeah, no, that would be the last thing he said. So I said to, um, so I'm reading this book to Ryan, trying to, you know, maybe motivate him and get him interested. So that Mm -hmm. way he would start reading the chapters. And so they were going through like a series of people. And sometimes when you're reading books, they'll start the line, but they won't. Then they'll be like said, you know, grandpa, Mm -hmm. but you don't necessarily know who said the sentence. So you're not sure necessarily what kind of voice to do. Okay. But you read the, you know, ahead and you're like, oh, this sounds like a male voice or this sounds like a a little girl voice or blah, blah, blah. So I was reading the book and I read the line, well, uh, you better get there with them them wagons and uh, hitch them and get ready for your trip to uh, Independent Bazaar. And then I said, said Patty, <laughs> because <laughs> I t- thought like the sentence was going to be like a male saying it. And it was a female. <laughs> so Ryan laughed oh. for like 10 minutes. That's hysterical. So now everything is said Patty. Said Patty. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb. That's the funny. thing ever, but it was embarrassing. So the second awkward moment I have now, stay with me. I'm trying. Sometimes I I have, I guess, an options of my own. Okay. But she's more internal, you know, usually sure. just stays in my mind. So this week I got a postage slip saying that I had a package at the post office. 
Okay. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. And so I look, and in the upper right-hand corner, they write who it's from. Well, it was really bad handwriting. Oh. And so it said, blah, 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 flowers, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And I'm like, flowers? And flowers for you? And it was addressed to me. Weird. And so I looked down and I said to Victor, I'm like, did you get me flowers? And he's like, no, I didn't get you flowers. And so I'm just like, oh, my God. And so now I start thinking, like, well, who would have got me flowers? I don't know, Paula. (laughs) So I'm even embarrassed to admit this. Do it. I start thinking back to, you know, the last couple of weeks, what it could have been. And then I was thinking about our interview with Nick Nappy. And I remember expressing having a crush on Gordon Ramsay. Are you kidding me? (laughs) You delved that far into your imagination? Go on. (laughs) So I started to think, I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, what if you listen to the show? You are out of control. (laughs) I'm out of control? Yes. How many... Go on. I'm not even because I don't imagine that celebrities are sending me flowers with poorly written notes. No, you just do things in front of them. (laughs) Go ahead. Anyways, I want to hear about this. I was shocked and I was just like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I wonder if that's what it was. So I went and got the package. Mm -hmm. I bring it home. I open it and it's Olivia's flower girl dress. Uh (laughs) The card was from pinkflowerdress.com or something like that. Oh, and I'm my like, God. Oh, I'm like, that would make sense. That know? makes more sense. I forgot I ordered that. You oh, know? no. How so disappointing. In- instead of, yeah, really. So instead of, you know, remembering, because of course I can't remember anything, that, you know, I had ordered a flower girl dress, I'm thinking, oh, I got flowers from Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. I know how stupid it was. So that is dumb. so funny. It is so embarrassing. I almost oh, wasn't God. going to admit it. You have to. That's what we do. That is so funny. Oh, my God. I love it. I love it. That's a good one. It was that ridiculous. Is so hilarious. It was absolutely ridiculous. Oh, my God. Gordon Ramsay was listening to me. I know. That's what I thought. I'm like, send he listened flowers? to the show? To my apartment? <laughs> yeah. I wonder how. Well, he's just he's just got that kind of power. He can find anyone's address. <laughs> You're so funny. That is, you know what? That is definitely, um, well, that's a first for you, I think. I know. If I keep up with any more of these, I'm going to have to get a Muppet name of my own. You're going to have to have your own options. Well, yeah, you know what? Well, I, I called myself lame, but... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you're new to this. You will hone your skills and you will figure it out. Soon you will be with me and options. Fortunately, the only person I embarrassed was myself. Well, that's the whole point of the ugly and awkward moment. Yes. So here's mine. Okay. I don't know. I, God, I hope I win this week because it was really embarrassing and a weird, but I'm, but I'm so resigned to this kind of thing that I wasn't embarrassed anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it. Things like this happen all the time. So it's the Thursday. It's the very super hot football game. I drop Malia off at at the stadium and I go to park. And I'm in the car because it's 109 and I'm sitting in the car with the air conditioner on. When it's hot like that, now I have, now I've discussed it in the past, I have great boobs. They're perky for my size. Mm -hmm. They're round. No weird blue veins on my chest. They're very lovely. But they're big. And when it's hot... 
your clothes and your bra shift because you're hot and you're not I don't sweat but it, I do I get sweaty like between my boobs and under my boobs but it's but things are just glistening and so things yeah. are moving around so I get out of the car I am wearing a double I'm wearing a tank top and then a longer tank top in front so that I don't feel like my gut is hanging out or something <laughs> that's how I wear my tank top well I think everybody does essentially and so unless you're really tiny and so I get out of my car I'm like pissed because I'm hot and I don't want to do it but if my daughter's here I really should be here too because it's not even it's just not safe so I get out of the car and I'm standing there on the passenger side because of my purse and I'm doing some things so I'm standing there and I look around briefly and I full on go into my bra, cup my boobs and adjust accordingly so they're nice and high and firm. And, you know, I got them really locked and loaded. I do that all the time. Me too. Usually before I get out of the car, though. I didn't because it was hot and I wanted to be all adjusted and locked and loaded right. after I had gotten up. I didn't, you know, standing right. so that there was no no bulge or weirdness. So I'm like, oh, all right, set to go. Pick up my purse, turn around, and there's a guy. He's walking into the, the parking lot. So he had the full experience of watching me cut my breasts, both of them, vi- very, very well, by the way. It wasn't one of those sly little grabs. Oh, no. It was like the full-blown. It was like, you know, bite down and give her hell. Exactly. It was a real it was the real deal. And so I turned and I see we 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 lock eyes and he just smiles and keeps walking. Well, I'm sure you made his day. And, I made and, his day. And you made his day just a little bit hotter. Yes. It was 110 for him. But yeah, I was like, you have got to be. I looked around well, too. But he just popped up out of nowhere. You know what? Sometimes I do that. And I don't really care who's around. (laughs) Well, the thing is, is it happened. And I wasn't like, oh, my God, I'm so, you know, it wasn't like I'm like, well, another day in the life of Jamie. I I mean, how many penises have we seen adjusted? Oh, God. You know what? And and coming out of the bathroom. And when Daryl does, I'm like, why must you constantly be touching your penis? It's there. It's lovely. What? I go, do you need new underwear? I mean, what is it? It's just. Why? Because they just. He's like, hey, man, it's just there. And I'm like, well, it's not like it's this. I mean, okay, look, it's very it's it's lovely. It's perfect. It's not gargantuan. It's not a 19 inch penis where it constantly needs to be you know, addressed. <laughs> yeah, it's not like it needs, you know, a nurse's aid or its something. own sling <laughs> or something. You know, come on. <laughs> like, stop with it. What are you, 10? I mean, I, it doesn't happen funny. all the time. I'm just saying when it does happen. I'm like, why do you? What, I, and I even said, that. I go, how would you like it if I walked around holding my boobs all the time? And he's like, like, I love it. He's like, uh, am I supposed to comment truthfully? Or do you want me like, to just understand what you're trying to say? Like, never mind. I'm trying to make a point. Forget it. So anyway, go play with your wiener. <laughs> well, can we call it a tie? Can I get a little credit? For yes, absolutely. Okay, I was going to say, I think we can call it um, uh, a truce. <laughs> That's so funny. And, and it's not that I was like firm in the belief. It doesn't matter. You wanted to live the fantasy for a minute. It was just I'm like, what would be the possibility <laughs> of this happening? Because, I mean, it said flowers in the middle. I know. And so I was Scribble, scribble, like, scribble. Flower. Scribble, scribble, scribble. Yeah, thanks a lot, mailman, you asshole. And, and really, so- and who were you really mad at at the end of the day, though? Victor. 
because he didn't send you flowers. Well, I mean. That's ultimately what happens. He never sends me flowers. I know, but I'm just saying. It's like, you know what? If he sent me flowers more, I wouldn't be so pissed right now. Isn't that the funny thing? You know, like when you go into a relationship, I shouldn't say go into it. I mean, we've known each other for 11 years. But, Mm -hmm. you know, you go into things and it's just like, no, I've changed. I'm going to be better about those things. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I got one, one, uh, one bouquet once. One grocery store bouquet. I'm so glad you've changed. The seven ninety nine special at Safeway. <laughs> Thanks. And and you remembered to peel the sticker off this time. Wow. Oh, good. And it comes with food. <laughs> so true. So, well, I All guess right. that's a wrap, definitely, yeah. for this week. Yes. Um, so that way Producer Dub doesn't kill us for talking too long. <laughs> so we look forward to you joining us next week. Please mm-hmm. definitely check out our website. We have an Amazon account that you can... Uh, shop through and uh, some of the proceeds go to us yes. and then we also have our avon account um it's the weather is getting ready to change uh, you colors. might want to think about getting a darker uh, foundation and no, a lighter foundation because you get pale oh i always get darker what you look like an oompa loompa okay well maybe it's because i'm trying to look dark i don't know perhaps but anyways, you should probably change your shades. So yes. go to um, UglyTruth.com, click on the Ugly Mall, and then there's our Amazon and Avon links. Yes. And we look forward to your shopping. Please do. Other than that, have a fabulous week, and we will see you next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Ugly Truth. If you're interested in keeping up with The Ugly, then follow them on Twitter, at The Ugly Truth. Friend them at facebook.com slash uglytruth or leave comments on our shows at uglytruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E truth.com. Until next time, be ugly and own it.